Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Oprah's favorite things, Spectre, Leah Remini, the CMAs, Master of None, and Project Runway. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. Good morning, afternoon, evening. <laughs> what? Because who knows what time you listen to this. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start by talking about Oprah's favorite things. You saw it? Duh. It's pretty stupid. It's on Amazon. I think that's the smartest thing ever. Why hasn't it been on Amazon before? Well, it loses its touch. You should solely keep it within a magazine that has your name all over it. Well, it's a list on Amazon that's still within Oprah's favorite things. Right, but... First of all, they has a uh, uh, like specific quantity on Amazon. Yeah. So once that sold out, you couldn't get it through Amazon anymore. Right. And they sold out of almost everything within like an hour, apparently. Are you kidding? No. That's insane. It's weird because you think like Oprah, I mean, I know like it's Oprah, yeah. but like things like that have sort of aren't as important anymore because her show doesn't exist. Exactly. But obviously it People is. are still paying attention. Exactly. Her magazine, you know, like the year after her thing, they knocked the, the subscription price like in a fourth, mm-hmm. like down to like a fourth of what it was mm-hmm. because nobody was subscribing to it anymore. Mm-hmm. But then like. It still has, you know, she still has relevance. It's mm-hmm. just she has to put it in the right places. Right. But her favorite things, like most of them, are absurd. Tell the world what you want off the Oprah favorite things. This year. Okay, they have a hoodie that says, Peace, Love, Oprah. Want it. How much is that? $60. Also, the extra large. There was only one left when I looked, and it had just been posted. And it's a woman's hoodie, so I don't think that an extra large. I'll tweet out your bank account info so somebody can wire you some money. So rude. I don't want it. Yeah, for Christmas. Ew. I know. If it was black, I'd want it. I'd be down. I don't want a white sweater. Yeah. It's like a zip up. Would you get the rose gold iPhone? No. Here's my real question Do you think Oprah? Yes. She is absolutely paid paid to put things on that list. Uh, How? First of all. How is it that in the one year that she decides to put it on Amazon, she also just so happens to have the Amazon Echo dumb thing? She's always had the newest technology on there, though. And also you have to think when they release stuff like that Amazon thing Mm -hmm. or an iPhone, Oprah probably is one of the first like people to get one. They probably send one to her. Right, but I still don't think it's all too shady. Also, you, I mean, you, you think people say they have bulimia for publicity. So how can you not think that Oprah is well, getting paid? Well, she said a million this? times that she only puts stuff on her favorite and that's, things. You, don't, you think that that can't be true? But I want to have, have higher hopes for her than that. No, duh. Of course, she's, people are paying her to do that. I know. No she said, about. I will say this. She doesn't have her Ralph Lauren uh, camel uh, sweaters that she usually has on there every year. Have that's you ever watched year? her favorite things before? No. She says... Don't look at me like I just asked you if you drink blood. Like, it was a common question. You've never watched her favorite things? Ever. Where she gives it away? Only, like, best of on YouTube. Or the box set. Yeah. A word of advice. If you ever watched Oprah's 7-disc, 20-year box set, get it. First of all, you can probably have, like, a dollar now. Cur- Curry made me sit through and watch it, and now I found it at Amoeba, like, two and a half weeks ago. I, I glanced over at the bookshelf to make sure it's there, and there it is, next to my other queen, Barefoot Contessa, seven discs. Love. Right. Two, four, six, seven. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, it, the entire list is $15,000. Which is pocket change for her. Well, yeah, but you're not supposed to buy everything. You buy, like, one thing. Yeah, that's true. 
a lot of it is expensive. Though. That Gap athletic wear is expensive. I think it's especially stupid now because she's not giving it away. That was the whole point. Well, you know, one year she had a special on her network where she gave it to like military wives, which oh, I thought yeah. that was sweet. Yeah. That's cute. Do you hate her? No, I love her. Don't you know put your I finger do. in your mouth like you're gonna gag. I didn't do that. You must have hallucinated. I love Oprah. Me and too. And I love her favorite things, even though none of them are geared towards me. Um, <laughs> okay, so we'll move on. This week, the new James Bond movie came out. Yeah. Uh, we both saw it. We saw at it Thursday time. at uh, seven. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. I don't know. I'm about to look up how much I made. I didn't see. Uh, um. It- it's hard because you compare it to Skyfall, just like I said, I would try not to. Mm-hmm. I did. Of course. And it wasn't as good. Naturally. Uh, I will say this. It was a... a what was the last one? Skyfall mm-hmm. was a great movie mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. This one was a really good James Bond movie. Exactly. What I kept thinking was, and I whispered this to you in the middle of the movie, was it had the exact same plot as Mission Impossible. It was familiar. The most recent one. Familiar. Not exactly. Liter- familiar in mission impossible tom cruise is like a, a rogue agent because yeah. they dis they distance themselves from him yeah. and the whatever whatever his thing is called mm-hmm. is getting shut down in this james bond is a rogue agent and his thing is getting shut down it's exactly the same plot just this one was a little better acted i liked leah sadu or whatever her name was. oh yeah she good she was really good um it made 73 million dollars it's the second biggest opening for a james bond movie ever behind skyfall made 88.4 and quantum of solace made 67.5 and then the other one casino royale isn't listed so obviously not as good but yeah and this is the first guy or uh, first james bond movie i've ever seen in theaters yeah it was a fun time um, and Skyfall was the only other one you've ever seen. Yeah, uh, no, I've seen like maybe like bits and pieces of other ones, but not never in yeah. full. And maybe I just kept thinking, why is he not doing this anymore? He's over. He's it. such a good James Bond. Yeah, but over it for what? What else is Daniel Craig in? That scary movie. Yeah, but I mean, like recently, nothing. That's what I'm saying. But who cares if you make millions of dollars and he says, eh, "I'm kind of over." Why not just sit on your money? James Bond is just cool. There's something about him, like his clothes and the way he walks. And like, he walks like he has a really big, you know, fill in the blank. You know what I mean? He's like, just that guy. I know you can't see what I'm doing, but like that, you know, it's just like, he's like the man. You see him and you're like, whoa. I'm trying to think of the one thing I didn't, I didn't like that opening where he walks and shoots, that's just too old fashioned. That's the shtick of the series. I don't like it. Oh, you're a weird. Why, that's the whole like every eh. Bond ever has done that. Yeah, but I just like I'm not in the 40s. You know, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, but that's the amazing thing. It is from that. Like, oh, it's, it's the old. longest movie whatever series ever. Unreal. It's, and their old yeah. ones are good. I've never seen them. Just as like chauvinistic, chauvinistic, misogynistic. I just mixed two words. <laughs> I mean, he's like a, a guy. He grabs whatever woman he sees, you know. Do you want to know a funny story about Double Seven? Michelle. <laughs> I've never seen the, a single movie. And I think it was Double Seven. One of them. And I went to D.C. for my eighth grade field trip. And we were at the Spy Museum. Mm-hmm. And they had like a film cell that you can buy. And my mom told me, do not bring any souvenirs back. Mm-hmm. I brought the one that was like $120. I spent all of my money on that. And she threw it away. Like, just recently. Why would you buy that? First of all, you know that's probably a reproduction. They probably had thousands Duh. of them. 
Oh, Adrian. How old were you? Like 14. Oh, no. You didn't watch the movie. I know, but I thought it was cool. I like movies. I love you anyway. Okay. Charlie Brown also made a lot. Made $45 million, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Thinking that, like, Charlie Brown is not exactly in the common landscape of culture anymore. That's true. Especially to younger people. That's very My true. My parents saw it and loved it. In 3D. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, next, we're going to talk about Leah Remini. Leah Remini has been all over the news mm-hmm. forever, mm-hmm. but recently, for this week, she has a book that came out, and it talks about her leaving Scientology. Why wasn't she in Going Clear? Uh, because it just wasn't, that wasn't the focus. And I think that that movie was made a little bit before. Oh. You have to think, really, it's been the last year that she's addressed leaving Scientology. Yeah. She was pretty quiet about it at first. She yeah. would just say like a sentence or two. Yeah. I always feel bad for Leah Remini because people don't ever ask her about her. They always say, what's it like to be Jennifer Lopez's friend? Are and they like is, best friends? Yeah, they're best friends in quotes. I think they're probably like good friends. Yeah. But that has to be annoying. How'd they meet each other? I have no idea. They're both Hispanic in Hollywood. Was she always a Scientologist? She was raised in it. No like, way. Yeah. I, yeah. Fascinating. Anyway, so she... Of course, all anybody's talking about the book, which I haven't read it, nor will I ever. Yeah. It That's was a like lie. At a, the Goodwill. Yeah, you'll I would read get it. it. Mm-hmm. No, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Please do not. Unless it's like a dollar. Anyway, so she talks about... The like high, like the things people keep bringing up is she basically airs Tom Cruise's business, right? And says that you know the kids are not allowed to like Nicole Kidman because she's an SP suppressive person, like she doesn't uh-huh. agree with Scientology. Surrey was on the bathroom floor crying, and nobody would attend to her, and they were told not to. Yeah, Katie Holmes didn't come out at their wedding. The like all the leaders are horrible people. She had to pay millions of dollars. To hang out with Tom Cruise, and then he was weird, and like told the servants like the main guy. He like was like comparing all of them. And mm-hmm. He was like the main guy is way up here, and you guys are way down here. It just made him sound weird, but he is weird. No, I think Scientology did that to him. Oh yeah, for sure. Duh, that's I mean that's like the craziest thing in the entire world. I still like Tom Cruise. As what? A movie star. As a movie star. Duh. Like, I'm I mean, not trying to get dinner with him. Mission Impossible was one of the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> but, like, I do. And I always just think, like, Jerry Maguire. Yeah. you never seen it. No. But, I know. I don't know. I just always feel bad when people drag him like this. Like, even going clear, I felt a little bad for him. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, but here's my thing about Leah Remini, too. Is that Scientology, like, the church releases a statement saying, like, Surprise, surprise, this woman who's all about, like, self-publicity and trying to be famous is, you know... Selling stories about Selling religion to get famous. And as much as they're just saying that to deflect, it is a little, like, I wish Leah Remini would do something other than, like... It hurts him when actors can't be actors anymore, so then they try to, like... She had that horrible reality show with her family, you know... Which is still on TV. It is? Yeah. Oh, it's not good. I watched two episodes, never again. They're all annoying, and it was so I mean, fake. what else are you supposed to do? What has she done? King of Queens. Exactly. And how long did that air? Or how long ago was that on? A couple years. A good few years ago. But it was on for like 10 years. Right, I mean, exactly. she could live off that for the rest of her life. But I just think... I don't think uh, so. What do you mean? The money she made on that? Yeah. 
Trick. She was like the lead on a CBS uh, sitcom for like ten years. Let's see how much she's worth. Probably five million. But then again, moved to Montana, you could live off five million for the rest of your life. Yet she's not right. She lives here, and she got to keep up with that Jennifer Lopez money. Exactly. Anyway, so I just think like, is like as much as I, it's fascinating. Of course, I just think, ugh. right? It's like uh, get a life, <laughs> find something else to do besides only like, twenty trash million. Only twenty million. Compared to Jennifer Lopez. Well, of course. And first of all, when you think, when Jennifer Lopez and her go to dinner, who do you think pays? Obviously, I mean, $300 million. Love. My favorite thing about Jennifer Lopez is that, we're going to run out of time, but I have to talk, is that on the American Music Awards, the poster just says, American Music Awards hosted by Jennifer Lopez. They don't announce a single act. It does It's just literally a big picture of her head. I think it's... If they only did that for American Idol, maybe they'd get more viewers. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. Uh, next, we're going to talk about the CMAs. First of all, our cable was glitching, so we had to fast forward through some of it. AKA 90%. Adrian Patrick asked me halfway through the Country Music Awards, does anybody even listen to country music anymore? <laughs> like it's an outdated thing. Don't make me roll my eyes. First of all, the big story of the whole night was Chris Stapleton. Yep. Who didn't exist two days ago. <laughs> He had a CD that came out back in the day, uh-huh. or like a, a couple months ago. It debuted at number 14, which I thought was high for somebody who has never had a hit. Right. Prior to the CMA thing, he had never had a song even cr- sort of in the top 40 on country. Uh-huh. But he's a songwriter and has written five number ones, apparently. There you go. He had Justin Timberlake come out and sing with him. Yeah. First of all, Justin Timberlake, that's the second award show he sang that horrible song that no one cares about and no one liked. So... There's something about him I just cannot get into. Whiny is the word that comes to my head. Yeah. First of all, those CDs were awful. Those 2020 experience or whatever. Yeah, I didn't listen to them. Okay, so anyway, Chris Stapleton (laughs) this week is number one. He sold 177,000 copies, more than his CD had sold in total prior to this week. So he sold 177,000 copies in like, what, three days? Yeah. You bought it? No, absolutely not but the song he sang on there is good tennessee whiskey or whatever that run he does literally puts chills all over my body <laughs> and so you know it's like he good he good yeah i mean that's what i said i mean when you were watching it you said he's horrible and now no yes you did. i did not you said I, something that. like i don't want to watch this bigfoot man something or am i just making that up you just made that and i first of all i would never say bigfoot man you just hate me, don't you? You're just going to drag me because you think people are listening. I do love him. He's good. He's good. But yeah. that being said, I listened like half the CD and I was ready to sleep. They did have some funny jokes when they opened. Carrie yeah, Underwood Carrie and, and Brad, Brad do a First of all, I don't know their names like that. Brad, <laughs> they do a good job. They dig, which I love. Yeah. And I love that Carrie is like a little uncomfortable by right. it. It's cute. They have a good shtick. They've also been hosting for like six or seven years now. No way. Yeah, they've done it for years and years. Oh, good for them. And, of course, they had to show Taylor Swift and talk about her because, you know, they're going to pretend that she's still a part of country music forever. Which she's not. Nope. And <laughs> even the last couple of years she was there, it was, like, awkward. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The rest of the performances, I just thought, eh, there's way too many men in country music. Men versus women. How many females sang at the awards the other night? Carrie? The majority of them were in groups, if that I can Carrie, think of. Yeah. Uh... Casey. Casey Musgraves, Little Big Town, Miranda. Reba saying in that like mantra. Yeah. Reba saying, Why haven't I heard from you? That was the best part of the entire night. My Pizza Hut. 
jukebox machine song love i'm so song. glad i didn't know you back then i was just, just adorable <laughs> you would have loved me anyway so to answer your question yes people still like country music obviously enough people thought oh this is so good i'm gonna go buy this <laughs> anyway also his song was number two after that i mean that's nuts can you imagine becoming that big overnight literally I mean, the day before did. hit the week sorry he sold three thousand copies total of everything this week he sold like Five hundred thousand. That's like when we became famous with Kelly Clarkson. That said, your this week's video has more than all of your last videos combined. Oh yeah, our Adele video has more than every other video we've ever had combined. Like what? For Thank a year. you. Love y'all. Okay, so next we're going to talk about Master of None. The uh, Aziz Ansar is that what his name? Ansari. Ansari. Aziz Ansari. Yeah, <laughs> has a new show on Netflix. It's it was just Master okay. We and only I, watched the first episode, right? And I did not really like it. But Patrick said you always have to give it a chance, so I'm going to. I watched the second one. Was it good? No, I'll, I will watch the second. Oh, one. okay. Here's what I don't like. First of all, I did exactly what Parks and Rec started to do towards the end, where it was like, let's write really funny jokes. And instead of them talking like humans, they talk like a really funny script written by really funny people. Also, it felt a lot like. He was like, I'm not on network TV anymore, so I can say really bad words. <laughs> and how many movies can I didn't start feel like with that. sex scenes like that? I didn't feel like that. I just felt like he mm. had some good jokes. They were pretty funny. Some of them were yeah. pretty funny. They were all executed terribly. The acting was literally atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> Except for him. Here's what I didn't like about it. There is nothing, literally nothing unique to that show. Period. Yeah. Everything in it was something you can watch on Louie, on... Girls. Uh, girls, on Inside Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. All of those types of, like, on uh, Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Like, all those same, like, wieners, sex, and boobs shows where it's, like, every friggin', what's his name, Judd Apatow movie, mm-hmm. same script. It's boy Literally humor, nothing basically. was unique to that show. Yeah. And Aziz is funny and unique. Yeah. In himself. It's it's because he doesn't trust himself. That's all it comes down to. Amy Schumer and Lena, even Louie to an extent, even though that show is not for me, but they they play off themselves because they know at the end of it, you watch a show for the people that are on it, not just because it's funny. Like, and they also have really sense. kind of manufactured their own way of yeah executing that shaky boy humor that was more or less kind of you know done by only men exactly which i like that's why i find it so funny but when you do when you take the personality out of it and you mindy kaling same thing yeah it's like you just are another thing and that's what it felt like just another like one of those yeah you can see a thousand things just like that yeah it was funny but like mm. right it wasn't groundbreaking we'll see but I'm I like him. I do his stand up is actually very funny. You see, I'm not big on that. I don't like his stand up. It's too, uh, there's something about it. Yeah, too political. Do you like him on Parks and Rec? Loved. Yeah, so funny. Yeah, he was one of the best parts. Yeah, also, Robin yeah. loves the show, so she. Yeah, but Robin loves that kind of humor. Right. Period. Like, and so it's like, eh. <laughs> mm. Robin Love also Robin. is watching the fourth season of Mash. She's on season seven. Are you joking? No. Okay, next we're going to talk about Project Runway. Very briefly, the big girl won Project Runway. <laughs> That's all that matters. Like, what? So People think it was rigged. Well, okay, first of all, it is a little sticky, of course. It's like when the deaf guy's about to win America's Next Top Model. Yeah. Absolutely. So then they can say, oh, we had a plus-size girl who made a plus-size line. Who won. And won. Yeah. You know. 
That's very true. Sure. It's like that when the short girl one top model and the plus size girl one top model. It's of course, but but the thing, the fact of the matter is, it was good. Yeah, she w- did have the best collection. Hands period. down. I felt really bad for uh, Candace. Candace. Who was kind of the front runner of the front entire runner. season? Exactly, and did kind of dark, broody clothing. Mm-hmm. And this, when she got to it, was awful. All of it was terrible. Yeah, it wasn't cohesive. It must be hard though to make a collection. Uh, I can't even imagine. I just think like they have seven weeks, and they know like not only is the world going to see it, and at that point the show has already debuted. Exactly. So they so can they Google and see what people like and don't like about. Them. I would literally, if I was on a reality show, when I got back, I have to take like two weeks off just to read all the tweets and stuff. You would do that? Duh. Yeah, I've watched a million things about the people who, when they come back from Big Brother, and they say when they get off, they basically just sit in their house and watch the entire season, mm-hmm. just so when people come up to them, they can know what they're talking about. Because you know, on Big Brother, you live the entire summer. So you don't know what 30-minute, like, soundbite yeah. they use on the actual show. And that's true. So, so also they edit everything to make you like and not like people. They have to have villains and, you know. Yeah. Wow. Nuts. Anyway, loved Ashley. Good job, big girl. <laughs> um, okay, so now we're going to move to the song you can't get enough of this week. Ride or die, my friend Blake Holland, a.k.a. Spring Blake. Love it. Love it. It's a good time. The music video came out this week. Shot by his grandmother and his friend Trevor. On that cool Instagram app that's like a VHS. Yeah, that Justin Bieber uses. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fantastic. It is very good. Yeah. Go Blake. Spring Blake. Uh, mine is going to be I Can't Get Enough of Myself by Santa Gold. song she do oh i don't remember but i liked her old stuff but i can't remember off the top of my head did she do the one from tokyo drift ring 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 yes that's her yes are you sure no but i think so (laughs) i don't think so she had some hits she she has that she's sort of like m.i.a yeah exactly a little more top 40 gear yeah but she good she remember she had that cd cover she was like puking glitter yeah that's the one that i know that song that i know of is from there Mm -hmm. i just can't think of it Anyway, this is the first single off her new CD, and I love it. It's very catchy. Yeah, you play it for in the car. Um, Okay, next week, uh, the thing we are looking forward to most this week. I get to go to Disneyland tomorrow, and I'm sorry to say that because you're not coming, but it's Patrick's birthday. Happy birthday, Patrick. You're shedding a tear. I'm, I don't know if I'm more sad that you're going to Disney World, Disneyland, or that I have to work while you're at Disneyland. That's pretty unfair. <laughs> Um, I'm looking forward to going to New York. <gasps> that too. First of all, I'm supposed to be surprising my friend at his wedding. Did so you if listen he's listening, I don't think he listens to this. If okay. you do, you didn't uh, just hear it. I, I just ruined it. First of all, we're like 20 minutes in. If he's still listening, thanks. That's amazing. <laughs> um, okay. 
Yeah, but I'm so excited. We're going, We're going to New together. York. So when we record our podcast next Sunday, we will be in New York. New York City, live from New York. Ah, that's nuts. Okay, so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, also, so your goober of the week. Um, who's yours? The Beatles. Oh yeah. First of all, don't like the Beatles. No, me Oof. either. I don't like. Sorry, them I just cannot get. I think they have amazing songs, obviously, but "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds." Yeah, like. The whole latter half of their career is literally miserable. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like Fallout Boy, no difference. Random words strung together that mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just ruin like literally. If somebody's listening, they're like lighting on fire. Alana would probably cry. Um, but it's just like eh. oh, anyway. So they're my goober this week because they're releasing their one album again, one plus, yeah. AKA they said remastered. That means nothing. They that means twisted a few a knobs. CD. Exactly. Nothing sounds better. I hate when they do that. The Wizard of Oz, they're like, oh, digitally remastered. I'm like, first of all, I've seen this a thousand times, and it looks exactly as it did yesterday on my VHS from 1986. Like, <laughs> it doesn't look any different. I want to hold your hand. It's still going to sound just like it did. Exactly. There's ago. no kind of auditory experience that differs. I hate that. So anyway, there's a new commentary with Ringo and Paul, which will be on YouTube an hour after it's released. I hate gimmicks, especially around the holidays. Now that's tying into my group of the week. I think it's my group of the week is the city of Los Angeles. I have never mm. experienced the holidays like I have here in that it's shoved down your throat so fast. Did you hear November, uh, Nordstrom's is not putting things up until after Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving or Black Friday after Black Friday? What do you mean? No Christmas decorations anywhere in Nordstrom until the day after Black Friday. Why? Because they think it's too early. I don't like that. It's way too early. I, I already made us listen to Christmas music at work. Also, my other group of the week, sorry. Is me? No. Oh. There was a group of like uh, uh, Christians. I don't know where it was. Are you saying sorry because I'm a Christian? No. Oh. I just, because I have two goobers. Oh. They're like boycotting Starbucks because they like took off their graphic oh, design off that. the cups. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Get a life. First of all, wasn't there a graphic design before like snowflakes? Yeah. And it like, didn't have like a manger. No, it had like Christmas tree on it. And they said they hate Jesus. Yeah, right. Who hates Jesus? Starbucks. Starbucks. First of all, Starbucks is obviously run by a bunch of liberals to begin with. <laughs> so, <laughs> duh. That. You can make it through that without laughing. Um, yeah. Eh. I don't know. People get all touchy about happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that mess. It's like, eh. Christmas is the major majority holiday that we celebrate in america exactly yeah. and even if you're not religious most people celebrate exactly christmas, you know even if you celebrate hanukkah like why are you upset about christmas because 99 percent of people don't consider christmas what it actually is exactly starbucks is not saying merry christmas and putting like the like the manger scene on it they're just putting like snow and santa claus a right. fake person exactly Sorry if you're underage. Listen to Santa Claus. See you later. Um, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, what? Exactly. You know what I mean? I, when people get so upset, I'm like, don't you have larger issues in your day than to worry about the Starbucks cup? <laughs> exactly. Like, not if you're Kim Kardashian. Your favorite saying, who cares? Who cares? Drink your Starbucks and guess where that cup goes? In the trash. <laughs> so... <laughs> Like what? Who, if it has poop on the side of it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? You're still gonna drink out of it one, exactly, and, it's going to the same and then it's place gonna be dumped, exactly. Who cares? Or in the backseat of your car if you're a hoarder or an animal. 
Okay. If you want to check us out outside of this, you can find us at youtube.com slash tallpawpictures, uh, which currently features our video with T.I. and Tiny's daughter, Zonique. She was so hey cool. Hey, girl. Love her. She's our she best friend. She was so fun. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell, at Chat with Curry, and at Adrian J. Gomez. You can follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell, at Chat with Curry, and at underscore Adrian J. Gomez. On Vine, at Curry Terrell, at uh is it adrian j gomez and on facebook.com slash let's chat with curry you can also follow our let's chat podcast uh playlist on spotify you can just search for curry tarot or let's chat with curry or whatever you want to listen to all of our favorite songs and listen to all of our favorite songs of the week and did i forget something that's it that's it see you next week live from new New york York. it's our podcast Bye. (laughs) bye